Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to talk strictly about horror films. So sit back, mix a drink, close the blinds, turn off the lights, and get ready for a spooky time. Listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of all of these movies. Here we go again. We are back with our horror podcast, and originally we would be starting a new series of franchises, but something had dropped on Netflix that we wanted to check out first. So we are going to be doing the Fear Street trilogy, and I think the best way to do it is just go one at a time, individually. Yeah. Perfect. So... Fear Street Part 1, 1994, came out this year. It's an IMDb of 6.2, Metascore of 67, Rotten Tomatoes of 83% tomato meter, 63% audience. I could not find a budget on any of them, and they're Netflix originals, so there were no box office numbers. It was directed by Lee... Janiak, based on the novels by R.L. Stein, written by Kyle Gillen, Phil Graziati, and Lee Janik. Janiak. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Um, I don't know. I mean, I understand what, uh, oh yeah. So we're drinking uh, McMaster's and uh, Diet Pepsi. No shame on that. Um, but yeah, what do you got drinking, man? I've got Benchmark and Diet Fago. And yeah. once that's gone, I'm going to move on to the Jack Daniels because I left the Benchmark in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Jack. That's what got me back from Seattle. And that's good, you said? The Benchmark? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good knockoff if you're not drinking them back to back. Because right. it tastes like Jack if it's your first, you know, drink of the night. And you're like, oh, that's okay. But then when you do a shot of Jack and then a shot of this, you're like, oh, okay, one's American and one tastes like it's Canadian. Got it. Okay, that's like that's how strong the whiskey difference is. What's the price difference between the two? Uh, I think it's like eleven dollars oh, versus Jesus. twenty-five. Yeah, so I have no problem going down a little cheaper route for that I, I i don't know if i've ever heard of it or ever had it so it was a brand from like like a good a good whiskey as i understood that i've read uh back in the day uh, i think the 70s and before and beyond yeah. and then they stopped making it and then somebody bought the rights and they're remaking it and it's i don't know if it was originally positioned to be a jack daniels knockoff but that seems to be where the where it is now so yeah, I, I, I would recommend it if you're looking for a cheap whiskey. American whiskey. Okay. Well, give it a shot sometime. You guys do that one night, and I'll have some McMaster. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Rotate. Yeah. It's like the double Dutch rudder. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to humor. Just not even going to let it happen. So I think we talked at the tail end of the last podcast we did. We all read R.L. Stein as kids. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I read a little bit. Yep. Okay, I never read any of the Fear Street books, but I was big old Goosebumps guy. See, I can't remember if I did or not. Like, 
I don't know. I had like a hundred plus of the Goosebump R.L. Stein series. So I can't remember what I read and what I haven't read. It's like me and movies. Like if I, <laughs> yeah. if I grabbed the book and put it in my hands, read like a chapter, I'm like, yeah, I know what the fuck's going on. But <laughs> yeah, it's not like, I don't know. That's the only books I've read really is my whole entire life. Like I've always got away with cheating through English class and getting like scripts offline and <laughs> cliff um, notes, cliff notes and stuff that like, if I'm not interested in it, I'm not going to fucking read it. And so, as a young teen, I read a lot of R.L. Stein, um, Goosebumps, and stuff like that. But, <clears throat> yeah. Not other any other books like in my head that I stuck to. Right. And it's my understanding that these movies don't, track any individual book i think they just take the name took yeah, the name that's of... my understanding too yeah okay because they because they're like just like goosebumps is not you know none of them are related well unless they're sequels to the other right way, right right Slappy Doll, whatever. but uh <clears throat> there was different stories within fear street so i only ever read one rl stein goosebump book and that was piano lessons can be murder of all the ones to pick that's oh. the one i picked to read <laughs> i know that and one. uh and I, I mean, I've since read like four more because I started reading some maybe three weeks ago. And because uh, uh, I was just reading everything, everything, everything. And yeah. I was trying to research writing my own book uh, in that same genre sort of feeling. But I read Senior Spear Street, which I, I didn't read them all, but I think I read like seven of them. And they were good. And they were nothing like this. There was like, there was a murderer, but I don't think it went into. And it's nothing to do with witches or, right, you know, any of that kind of crap. Yeah, but I mean, um, I could see like what your wife was talking about, like young teen horror, like, but you can't just judge the first movie, like. Well, and maybe and I was about the to first say that. movie was really good. It was kind of teenish for an R-rated movie. It was rated R. Yeah. Wow. And I mean it was pretty graphic. It was pretty graphic. But the thing is is to me, I'm like like I was just saying to uh to Tom earlier, um you can't rate these individually because it all it's like one big T V series. Like you know, one was just as good as two, two is just as good as three. Yes, three could be better than one, but they so much tie- for talking about them individually. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> you dumb well, that's, why, that's what I wanted to say. Like maybe, maybe we shouldn't talk about them individually. That's a I really point. viewed it. I, I really them viewed as them one as big TV one series. continuous movie. So, I mean, if you want to go with the other numbers, and then we can just talk about them all, because they're all kind of bobbled in my head. And, like, with 94 and then part three had the last 45 minutes that goes back to 94, they're all kind of like we watched them all in a row. Like, well, yesterday we watched two, and then today we finished the th- last one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, so I'll just I'll just do the ratings for the next two. So part two, seventy eight had a six point eight IMDb, sixty one Metascore, eighty eight percent Tomato Meter, eighty percent audience. Part three, sixteen sixty six. 
was a 6.6 IMDb, 68 Metascore, 90% tomato meter, 77% audience. So the second one had the highest audience rating. The third one had the highest tomato meter. But I think I like the first one best. Did you really? I think so, yeah. And a, a lot of it was due to the music. The way they used oh. the music in that fucking first one, that just brought me back to being 15 years old in the 90s. Like, That's my wife. So my wife and I watched it. And I, you, what are you with mentioning how my wife said this? Well, we didn't say watch. Well, she said it was teen, like a teen, a teen movie. And yeah. I agree with her on that. But we were both talking about the music, and she's like, "Oh, do you remember that song? Do you yep. remember this one?" And I'm like, "It was, it was funny." So that was a nice, a nice, you know. Yeah, but we're yeah, old. I, I agree with you. We're old. And they brought that back in part two. They're playing all the fucking shit from the 70s or whatever i i, I like the way they use music and actually all three of them yeah which you, i don't outside of getting a theme song to a horror film like halloween or friday the 13th their music usually sucks yeah it does <clears throat> but i like the music in these yeah and i could see that and that's where for me like it's so hard because one was really good. Three ties it up. But two is my classic, my favorite, like slasher, 80s kind of. I love that stuff. Like somebody's at camp in the 80s and it's a good time and they're just getting murdered. Like that's my shit. Like Friday the 13th when they go to camp, like what was that, two or three? Um, it was two. Was two. It two? Yeah. yeah, and we're getting into that soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's like my all time, like eighties kind of fun shit. I just love that, that cheesy bullshit, I guess is what it is. Drugs, I totally agree. Drugs and sex and mm -hmm. murder, essentially. Basically, it's all it is. That's what camp was in the eighties. Like, like they kind of played them out. Like the first one, it had that cold open. It played off like scream. Yep. The second yep. one was a straight up. I mean, I don't want to say rip-off, but it was certainly inspired by Friday the 13th. Yep. There wasn't really an inspiration for the third one, 1666, but... I... There was... Uh, Jason, wasn't there from, like, the 1700s? Didn't they go that far? Or was it the Jasons? Or It was one of, like, the no. classics. I thought they went to, like, 17-something, like... I know I we've can't... talked about it before, but, like, The Witch... The Robert Eggers film. It had that feel to it. Like the colonialism and all that shit. I don't think they used that as inspiration for this film, but that no, just, no. It gave me that kind of feel to it. Hmm. Right. I I really so we didn't love the first one. My wife I my wife I got on board to watch the first one and she we really thought it was like pretty pretty geared towards teenagers. Um, and I was, I told her, like, I think I would have loved this if I were like 15, 16. Like, this, this would have been a lot of fun to watch, right? Like, you, it's got the things you want. It starts off with a nice, you know, slasher. And then the mystery of what's going on is nice. And they build it up. And then the, you're right, the soundtrack was really good. So you're totally on board. Um, 
And then that second one, you get thrown back in time and you, but you're introduced to it a little bit, right? Because there's not a flashback, but they, uh, well, they, they do, they show like various killers. Yeah. 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 The brother was all <laughs> balls deep in the whole history of shady side. Right. Oh, and like him using that old computer and like doing yeah, chat. That, that was, shit. that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then, so that second movie, I really liked the second one. I, I didn't love the first one. I, I think I would have enjoyed it back in the day. I, as an adult, I didn't love it so much. But I liked it. I just didn't, I know I would have liked it a lot more. Yeah. Sure. The second one, I mean, just a slasher flick with like this, the, the, the great, I think what they, what they really nailed with this whole trilogy is that they could layer things. So instead of it just being a slasher camper film, they got to layer it with this mystery of there's a bigger thing at play, which gave a uh, overdone idea some new life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. the girl, the, the two girls were in the cave for like, I mean, half that movie. So I think I think that, and then the final one, you know, being being a little longer for a horror film. And then going back in time and then having to go back to 1994 to really tie it all. I, I was, I didn't love the first one, but I really enjoyed what they did with the whole thing. Yeah. I think, I think because they took tropes that were overdone. I mean, a slasher film was done a million times. Yeah. Camping, camping slash have been done a million times. Uh, historical horror films haven't been done too much, but they're out there. Yeah, for sure. So I think tying them all together in a cohesive story where there's a mystery that links them all. I I I was impressed. Yeah, see like I don't wanna like it's hot, like what I was saying earlier, it's hard to look as at these as individuals. Yeah, that that's the thing. You cannot watch part two or three without seeing them. Because if you see part one and then just stop right there, you're not you're it's basically, I'll just say it. You're getting a hand job, but you're not finishing. That's an interesting way of putting it, I suppose. But oh my goodness, <clears throat> I'm uh, just throwing it out there. I'm just saying, like, you're not getting the full experience. Then and how would you explain watching part two without seeing part one? I don't think you. I think you would, you would miss out. Yeah. That's like coming without porn. <laughs> oh my goodness! Jesus oh. Christ! I'm just... at it. <laughs> um, no, it's good. Um, I don't think you'd want to watch. I, 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 it wouldn't be fair to the trilogy if you just watched one of them. In in, in any order, one by itself, because one by itself wasn't a great movie on its own. No, but I mean, like... I don't. I don't think so. Two and three on its own certainly wouldn't be good on its own because you have no. There's no context. You know, there's no context and backstory to make anything make you care what's happening. It's the new way of doing things, and it's like instead of like having a half hour series or a forty minute series, they're just putting it into an hour and fifty minute here, hour and fifty minute there, hour and fifty minute there. And that's how they're doing it is like put in a mini series, but in a mini movie series. So you just have three instead of six. Yeah. And that's 
I like it. And you got to have a lot of time on your hands for stuff like this, though. Like, not a lot of people have, like, five hours to do that. I mean, well, the the beauty of these is they were all dropped within a month of each other, I think. Well, and the recaps were really great. The re- yeah, the recaps before each individual movie were pretty strong. They'd let you know everything you needed to remember. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, and, and on top of – go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the topic. Okay. So go ahead. That's one thing I like about Netflix and their movies, um, series slash TV series, is Netflix out of all the streaming services have the best recaps with all of them. It, that's what I've noticed with a lot of them. Like, that's why I have to give Netflix a props on that. Because there's certain streaming services, like, I don't know what the hell happened last time, but they're not giving me a recap. Like, okay, we're winging this. Right. That does bother me. I, I don't think Netflix always gets them either. Like, doesn't always have them, but it's like, when you they do, have you're a like, good oh, majority. Thanks. They do have yeah, a good no, majority they out are... of the most. Yeah, you know I, what's great? When you go between different streaming services and you're like, Netflix just gets it. Netflix doesn't get everything right, but they get a lot right. Like, you know, they're about 95%, I, you know. Yeah, but like, then you go to Discovery Plus, and you're like, God, I don't know if you guys have that. I love all yeah, the I things Discovery on Discovery Plus, Plus right? I Except for the, like this, I call Plus. it, I call it smut. It's like, uh, what Love Island maybe, or like Ninety oh, Day Fiance, like, like that. God. I don't watch. My okay. wife loves that shit, but but like, <laughs> so like it's not about it. And I, I, I end up like getting to know some of the backstory, and I'm like, I can't believe this woman's. Not. Anyway, it's not important. <laughs> but like, there's other shows on there that I watch, and. Oh, I'm they, big into home remodel shit. So, it, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Like the whole usability of Discovery Plus for a step. Like Netflix just does a lot of things right. And and I'm like, why can't everyone else just rip your guys' layout? I mean, they already did, right? You've got whatever. I just. The one thing I get so irritated using Discovery Netflix. Plus because it like goes and plays right away. And I want to go to the actual series. I don't want to. Oh, shit. I don't want to play. I want to, I want to like click on the, on the, on the TV show go to the TV show, and then kick it. But it always takes me to the last episode and starts playing in the yeah, middle of whatever yeah, I was yeah. watching. See, and I hate Disco- or Netflix for one particular reason, is when you're scrolling and the thing gets stuck and you're watching a part of a clip of the show or you're watching the trailer, like, you don't... It just automatically plays it. Like, I don't want to fucking, like, watch that. I'm trying to scroll. Like, I don't need all these videos to start playing, and I'm trying to scroll with it. I can see how that would get, get annoying. I, I appreciate it most of the time, but I, I definitely am like, okay, stop talking. I want to, <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to like read and my brain is not listening to you. I don't need to see this trailer right now. But yeah, well, we just started bitching about streaming services. So that was a good time. <laughs> so. We live in a great, but, but the benefit of all of them and, and soon to be the annoyance of having all of them and having various bills for each of them. And then, you know what I mean? All that. They oh, yeah. they get to get the content out to people. They know exactly what you want. There's no more Nielsen ratings. There's no more. I mean, I'm I'm sure they still. Ex- oh shit! I went outside, you guys, because <laughs> my daughter is crying, and uh, we were, we had dinner out here, and there was a bee, and I'm pretty sure I got rid of it, like by killing it with my bare hands. But um, <laughs> I think his brother's mad. So <laughs> so when I scream, it's because I was stung by a bee. Um. <laughs> Uh, point of my story, Netflix, this shit. They, oh, they they know everything. So unlike for Nielsen, where they, you know, they rely. I don't know if you guys ever got one in the mail. 
I remember when we did when I was a teenager. No, they I... they sent you a letter in the mail and it said, "We want to know your watching history. Here's five dollars." And it was five brand new, fresh, crisp dollar. Maybe it was ten. I don't really remember. I remember them being like fresh and crisp dollar bills, though. And then you sent them what you watched. Like you tight, you know, you wrote it out or whatever it was when I was that age, and you gave it to them, and they paid you for it. And now they don't have to. There's no need for that because cable's going to the wayside, right? Yeah. Well, because cable's all getting their own streaming service because they realize how much how much they lost. Oh yeah, I'm ca- I'm canceling my cable for the first time in five years in the next three, few weeks. Yeah, we I I refuse to get it. The only reason we had cable when I first bought my house was because my wife wanted to watch some show, and I said, okay, we will have cable. Which is probably on Hulu the next day. Pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. No, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, what the hell show was it? The funny one with the nerds. uh, uh, Big Bang. Oh. uh, And CBS or NBC, whichever one. They they didn't let anything stream. Oh, shit. Because they had their own streaming thing or some some ridiculousness. Yeah, that would make sense. That was right, because I I mean, I would have gone right there. Honey, we got to... Let's not. Let's just watch it tomorrow. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, you're right. Office streaming. Back to these movies. Yeah, I didn't recognize. I I recognize the names of some of the actors going through their IMDb. The redhead was on Stranger. Things. She was on Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's even why she's the, familiar. Maya Hawk was the first kill in the first movie. She was on Stranger Things as well. And that they kind of used her as like the Drew Barrymore from Scream, where she was front front and center on the advertising and shit. It's Maya Hawk from Stranger Things is in this fucking trilogy, and she gets killed and who opening scene. Stranger Things. She was the lesbian coworker in season three. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, everybody else I didn't really recognize, but. I had no problem with the acting at all. The blonde, the short-haired blonde girl. The short-haired blonde girl. Oh, that from the, the second movie. Second one, yeah. I don't recognize her. Wait, who was the, the from the season three of Stranger Things? Oh, Maya Hawk, the girl that got killed from the bookstore, the opening murder in season one. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Which is Ethan Hawk and it's Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman's daughter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman are mar- have baby. Yeah, they were married. I think he cheated with a uh, uh, babysitter or some bullshit. But... Nice. Well, why? I understand that. Yeah, they were married for a while. They met on Gattaca, like in 97 or some shit. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good day. But yeah, I had no problem with any of the actors in any of the movies. No, the acting was fine. No, the acting was great for teenagers and... You know, um, I just, like I said, the rap, like we were finishing the last one and I looked at you and I said, how are we fucking 58 minutes to the ending and they're about ready to hang the witch and they wrapped it up and you said it like maybe they're gonna go back to 94 and wrap everything up and they did. And that is awesome because not a lot of movies wrap shit up. Like, they would have just ended with the witch hanging. Oh, yep. Yeah, okay, well, there's the witch in the chains. Her hand went back in the thing. 
like they finished it out and not a lot of fucking lately with a lot of shows i've seen they left a lot of things hanging and they finished this one out and i was very happy that they spent time like 50 minutes going back like 94 part two well that that's and the that's benefit like, of doing a series like a trilogy like this is they were filmed i'm assuming they were filmed simultaneously the one would have to imagine the fucking movies beginning to end were written and concluded so they had an end goal as opposed to most movies that say like for saw for example because we just did that it hit off and then they just reacted to what happened where this was a confined story before they started yeah, like, they didn't throw it in like Saw. Like, oh, well, this was a moneymaker. Let's throw another one in. Oh, let's throw another one in. Right, right. Like, they had the story they wanted to tell, and they told it. Yeah. I, and they could I still make that. a and they, and they And they did set it up at the end to have a sequel. It's funny you say that, because I read an article that is an interview with the director, and she said, I'm paraphrasing, but she kind of wanted to turn it into like the American horror story of movies where do another trilogy about a confined trilogy in the same area. That's about a completely different story, but it's confined to three movies. Oh, I think that would be awesome. I think so. I'd be down for that. I would, I would look forward to that every year. Yeah, I would. That's how I rate this movie is like, I agree for a second, you know, version of it like if that's how they're gonna do it that'd be sweet and i wonder if like you know rl stein wonder if he had like other fear streets like kind of in the works but didn't go with them no, Maybe fear street other... was just like goosebumps where it was just a book that came out okay so they just bought the. well there were there i was think a they series, bought the... though there were a series in fear street oh were they yeah so I, that's what i read i read this it was fear street seniors about a bunch of seniors that got killed. Like at every book, one or two seniors would get killed by some murderer or some happening. And then I never finished the series to figure out what, what happened, but that was like, okay. that was I, all related. I was under the impression that the Fear Street series was like goosebumps, but just for like young adults. Right. Yeah. It was. But then there were also like, there were also other Fear Street books. So there oh. was like, Okay. Like Fear Street so was right. like like kind of like Goosebumps. Like Goosebumps was was individual books, but then there's also Goosebumps 2000 and Goosebumps something. Did you read uh, like how far did you read into the Goosebumps series? Like I think I stopped around 97, 98. So I don't you know read, what what year or what how many books? Like I had about 100 different books. Probably I only, I only like ever read one back in the yeah, day. He, he just so. said he read just a few of them. Okay. Because, oh shit. Yeah. Fear Street. Hey guys, I think I need to take a, a break. So I think you guys are right. I really think that this would be an awesome American horror mo- story trilogy movie series. Much like you know, like the show. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, just do each trilogy as a different story. Yeah. And have it be confined to one thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Say and do this you know, do the same thing like we all agreed. The actors were the acting was good. So 
have the same actors, just like, you know, just like the American Horror Story franchise works. Oh, Christ, I didn't even think about that, using the same actors oh, for yeah. each fucking trilogy. Exactly. Right? I mean, they were all good. I really liked the, uh, I, the boy, like the, the one who used the computer. Josh or yep. Jake? Josh or... was his was it Josh? part one okay. name, yeah. Yeah, he was I, I really cool. liked him. I mean, I mean, I like everybody. They were all pretty good, but well, he it's was a funny nice, how he, he had the crush on her friend, and then like, <laughs> there she was like, I can't go there by myself, and he's just trying not to look at her, and and then she sees yeah. he has a boner. Sorry for the baby. Um, so now your eyes are on. Your eyes are on wireless headphones. She can't hear a word. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, she's like, oh, we didn't even make it to first base, and then she ended up getting murdered. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a pretty like interesting how they took the lesbian scene all the way to sixteen sixty six. Yeah, I did like how they and buried you know, the lead too in the first one, where you thought she was talked about the boy, and it was actually about the girl, Sam. Yeah, yeah, she's like writing "fuck you, Sam," and yeah, like and then you find out it's a girl. It's like, oh boy. All right, we just took a twist. <laughs> they uh what they what they didn't do that with that they didn't well like while they made it a big deal her the, the lesbian part of it. They didn't use it as a jumping off point for for the relation between the two unless I missed something. Did you guys catch any of that? Uh, just that they had broke. She moved from Shadyville to Sunnyside, and they broke up, and that was essentially it that I got. Yeah. Okay. Like, she basically went to the snobby side, and it's the big houses, the mansion, people that buy cars, and she's hooking up with that football player whose daddy's got a bunch of money, and. Then they rode the bus and started throwing bottles at her. And then, like, you know, that's some bullshit because they started it. And then for them to throw a cooler. And where the fuck is the bus driver in this whole ordeal? Like, <laughs> yeah. like you open up the tail thing. Like, I remember being on the bus back in the day. And if you even got off your seat, they would, like, bit you out or say something. And even if you touched the lever to the back, because I touched it, they're like, ugh. So... But that's that, my biggest thing is like, where's it, the bus driver? Why did anything get reported when they're throwing the bottles out there? And then they just took matters in their own hand, tossed the whole cooler at the car, which caused all the bullshit. Right. Right. So, I did. I did like. Sorry, go ahead. I'm going to no, change topic again. No, go ahead. Like, I don't have... I, what I really appreciated about... So, I, I like I said, I liked, I, I liked how they took a lot of traditional horror movie tropes and then, you know, gave them this extra layer yeah. connecting them all. What I really liked was how there could be a horror film for each of those bad guys or each of them, each of the, the slashing killers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really liked how... You basically had a whole bunch of horror movie villains coming at you in one movie. Yeah. Right? Like, if that were, if you know, like, people go see a mashup. Like, you know, for, I don't know how, how well it did in theater. But uh, 
Freddy versus Jason. I mean, I think there's two of those, right? Uh, so no, there's two Alien versus Predators. Okay, I know. Then there's one Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. And you're, and you know, it's kind of like that's not a bad. Like it's a cool idea, and to do it with brand new characters that you haven't really seen, you still felt like, oh man, look at that! That guy can easily take out anybody because, <laughs> you know, horror villains can take out anybody, especially when they're supernatural. Yeah. So I, I really like that that uh, that part of the idea. Yeah. And another thing I liked about these movies was they're they're slasher films, but there's a supernatural element to them as well. Right. Yep. I agree. Like I, you're a big slasher guy. Yeah, I'm more of a supernatural guy, so it kind of just tied both of those ideas together pretty well. Yeah, I. Yeah, I definitely agree with all that. Yeah. Hmm. I'm. I was. Yeah. I mean, like I said, overall, really impressed. I would totally watch more. Oh yeah, and like you said, like I never thought about bringing the original characters into different things of it, like American Horror Story. Like that's I, awesome yeah. Idea. My my thought was just make it an anthology. Like, I didn't think about even using the same characters and shit, or the same actors. But I liked that yeah. idea a lot. Uh, and I mean, I guess they sort of tested it out. Although I okay, my, I guess my one critique uh, of the third movie was everybody who had an accent because they were all supposed to sound like they were old English, you know, like early settlers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like Romeo and Julia. Like, they all had different, they all had different accents. Yeah. I'm like, you're Scottish, you're English, you're, I mean, I guess maybe they would have been that way, but I don't think any of them were actually that way. You know what I mean? They shouldn't have been. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. My daughter agrees. She's, they should not have sounded that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, um, I totally wish they would have. Um, so, where was I going with this? Um, oh, this is what I wanted to say. Officer Good or whatever. Did you ever expect him from the first one to be the bad, like the original culprit, like and going to the second? Because they played him off as a good guy first and second, I seen. But I might have to go back for a second viewing to see if I see anything different. But I didn't notice anything there until, like, I saw his evil side when they brought him back in part two. And you're just like, wow, he looks like shit. Like, he's, you could just see it in his face. Like, he's just deteriorating. So, like, I didn't see it in any of the first. The one part of that that threw me off was he delivered the note to Ziggy mm-hmm. saying it's happening again. I guess that's he was and trying to protect know. her. Yeah, she didn't know. She until, didn't know he was the asshole. No, no, until they like went there and talked to him. And she put all the pieces together and they're right. talking to her. And she's like, holy shit, you guys are right. And that's when they followed them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think in the second. I don't know when I started to think it was him. You know what I mean? I, maybe it was. The second, like the last of the second one, I think you can see it when they play yeah. the playbacks. Because he, when he revived her, he's like, I saved you or something. Or he, he said that speech to her. But they right, I think contact. you're right. Yeah. And she's like, there's some evil, and he didn't say anything. And so I feel like 
that's when that we was the first, first clue that he was a fucking prick. Yeah. But I didn't catch it then. No, I didn't either. Until they played the playback, and I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, I think you're right. And my daughter also agrees, 100%. Yep. That's whatever we just said. She agrees with a lot. She does. Well, she's, you know, except for tonight where she's being very needy. <laughs> she is, but, yeah. You know, um. The button scene was kind of irrelevant. Somebody steals the book. I mean, they could potentially build on that, but I think it's just like they're gonna start their own little next thing. But that was just a ooh, we're coming back possibly, kind of like yeah, stealing it was the book. There. Like is a whole like it's a different story, like. There's different stories in that book, possibly. Because none of it has been greenlit, like, yet. Oh, not even yet? I would think they would have easily gotten at I'm this point. I'm pretty right? sure it was a pretty big hit for them. I mean, for Netflix, it rated pretty well for horror films. Yeah, well, you said 88% or something? 81 for the first uh, one? Tomato meter is 83 for part one, part two is 88, and part three is 90. That's for the critic wow. review. Wow. The audience review went 68, 80, 77. So it's still pretty fucking high. Yeah, that's still good. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll get great, but I can't even... With numbers like that, I mean, you. there are franchises that start off with lower numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'd like them to do it the same way. A part one, part two, part three. Uh, I like yeah. that formula. Yeah, and I like them all coming out real close together, and it feels like one cohesive storyline. Right. You you couldn't do this where part one comes out and they release every other year or something. You, right. This story wouldn't work that way. No. But being able to binge it i think they got all released and within a month of each other so i think that's a good way of doing it yeah i yeah i don't i remember i remember seeing the commercials for or whatever trail previews whatever they were doing how they you know tease you what's coming yeah and i knew i remember thinking oh those are coming out literally so close together i will just wait till they are all out but it's nice too that you have something to look forward to. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I guess I my time when I get to watch what I want to watch is I make time to watch the stuff for the podcast, right? So right, yeah, I squeeze something in in the morning, or I on a Saturday, or I, you know, if I when I go to the gym, I'll watch it there. So yeah, so I don't get to like, oh yeah, it's it's Monday night. That's when that movie comes out. Let's watch it. No, it's, it's, I can watch them all and I'll just have to, you know, and then yeah. having this, it kind of forces me to make time, which I, which I, which I like. Right. So. Yeah. And sometimes we get a visitor, so. Sometimes. Huh. A little one. <laughs> Anything to say for everyone listening? No, Daddy gave you a rock. You are pretty fine and happy. Oh, now you dropped it. That's okay. 
oh, getting so big. So I'm glad you picked this. And I actually wondered about, uh, I, I, there were so, besides these three movies, there were um, a whole bunch of Netflix horror films, I feel like, that came out last week. It seemed like they had dropped a bunch, yeah. There were... Yeah, like three or four horror films, though. Yeah. So, I was like, you know, uh, they don't got to keep this in the show, but I was like, well, we, you know, what if that's kind of part of what we do, too, where we see the newest Netflix ones, because everyone has Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know... That's not it's easy idea. for everyone to go. Everyone to go watch it. Not like yeah, I've got all of us. I mean, all of the listeners to go watch and find, find those. So that was just a thought I had. They're not all good. They're not all worth it. But no, I think we should. Um, how we do it is we do our series. Like we're gonna do um, Wrong Turn and Friday the Thirteenth, and then like we switch off and do like a new Netflix horror. I think that could be good. And there's then there's no guessing what we're going to do. We, you know, which it's one kind of like what we did before yeah. is like, you know, we'd switch on and off. Right. And in the event that we've watched all the Netflix ones, because, you know, after one, two, three months, if they only have if they have four, that and, gets us two months worth probably. And they're going to so, drop a yeah. lot in the next few months because we're getting up to October and. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be. Shutter's going to get a lot. Um yeah, there's going to be a ton. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, should we should we do our ratings? So, yeah. I'm going to rate it all as a bunch. Yeah, me too. As a whole? Okay. Um, I want to give it a 7, 8. 7.8? 7.8. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I yeah, I'll be, I, I'll give it a seven. I'm gonna yeah. say a seven too. I I did like it. I didn't watch a lot of trailers. I didn't watch anything much about this until we talked about it. So, actually, I, I may have watched a trailer, but I might have been drunk. But my biggest thing is with this is I. Went into it without seeing any trailers, and I loved it. And this is everything I like. Slasher, um, bunch of random stuff. So, And it ties in together. It worked very well. Yeah. So that's why I get it a 7-8. I'm sticking strong to that. I that That's a good point, though, that, that it roped all those things together. And I did a good job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I, I could, I could, I could probably bump my seven point five just for that. I think that's a good point. And I, I just want to say that I think this is the best use of music in any horror movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Out, but yeah, outside of like fucking iconic soundtrack fucking moments, just the use of music. Mm-hmm. Like, especially ninety four. I just, oh my god, I haven't heard that song in fifteen years. Yeah, that was awesome. I know my wife and I, who we who we grew up listening to very different music, was like, "Did you know that one? Do you remember that? Do you remember that?" Yeah, had, yeah it was it was definitely a good time. Definitely, yeah. I liked that. And I'm <clears throat> maybe the next generation likes the '90s. You know, we lived it, so people in the '80s didn't love '80s like our generation liked the '80s. So maybe 
Yeah. Maybe it's coming back with a vengeance. I knew I was old when I heard Nirvana on the classic rock station in yeah. our hometown. <laughs> That's when I knew I was old. Yeah. So. That's funny. Man. Well, I'm really glad you picked this uh this movie series for the for this yeah, episode. Uh, I liked I enjoy I enjoyed so it. So we have a big sure. decision. Because were we talking about doing two and one or are we waiting for the at end? the end? At, we're doing it at the end. Okay. Because the last one is a reboot. Okay. So it's just wrong turn and Friday the thirteenth one. Okay. Yeah, just let me know which ones I gotta watch and when. I'm I'm down. So yeah, Friday the thirteenth, the first one, and wrong turn the first one. Okay. And then just, you know, let us know how everything goes. Um, I recommend um, a little dab of a little dab of whiskey on the gums. I bet oh, is that teething. what I should do? Yeah, uh, she's teething. That's what my she, parents did. She is teething. I, Actually, we we took our break, and I was holding on to her, and I held her up. She, she like was arching her back, like to lean back. Yeah. She's got two teeth coming in on each side of her big teeth. So. Yeah, my and I'm a big whiskey fan now, but my parents did do the whiskey trick on my gums, and it numbs it. So, well, maybe I'll take it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'll do it, but I will take it into consideration. <laughs> but uh, you guys, I had a lot of fun tonight. I'm so sorry for the interruption, but my little girl is falling asleep in my arms now. She's getting tired. Thank goodness, because she's been a little hellion all night, yeah. even though she's perfect. So. Um, we're going to watch those two movies and I'm going to have to let you guys go, but thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, still sir. loving this shit, man. Oh, I am. Obviously. Look, I got my baby and I'm walking around the neighborhood. So, well, dude, all right, you day. guys. It's <laughs> a good day, dude. All right, dude. Have all a right. good one. We'll all right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Bye. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something. Or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.